The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. Here I am, your social worker with a microphone. Good morning. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. Catherine Zox with her co-host, Lauren Deller-Blake. Thanks for joining us this morning. How are you this morning, Lauren? Here, good morning. Do I say good morning again? Not sure. We got some new equipment here at Voice America, but it's VoiceAmericaVariety.com with Catherine Zox and Lauren Deller Blake, your social worker with a microphone. Good morning again. Good morning, Catherine. I'm sorry, I only heard the first, I only heard this one. Oh well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We got two guests this morning, Lauren. Excellent. Let's hear. Yeah, we've got one. It's a uh, he's the executive vice president of sales with Sleepies, which is Sleepies is the mat- mattress professional, and they are partnering with the Child Welfare League of America to warm a child's night. That's what the whole campaign is called: warm a child's night. Uh, and they are going to provide uh, sleepwear, collect sleepwear for underprivileged children. It's a good thing to do during the holiday season. Uh, that's going to be our first guest. But anyway, before that. How are you? What have you been doing? Got to catch up with you. Uh, what have I been doing? It's, you know, that it is the season. Yeah, it is the Sierra season. being almost four is totally into it. So every day we've been doing something since last week. It's just been crazy. Last night we decorated the tree. We put is she into bye, 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 mommy? I mean, she walks down the street and says, I want that, I want that, I want, no, you know. No, 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 no. She's all about decorating and she's all about the ornaments and, you know, doing something festive each day. No, it's not about the presents. It's very interesting. She's... Um, she wrote a letter to Santa. She asked me to write a letter. She told me what to write. You know, she's not really writing officially yet, but she wants to write a letter to Santa to request a fish for Christmas. A fish? A fish. Fish die. I flushed more fish down the toilet. That's okay. I'm, it's, it's okay. I'm all right with that. But Don't let her I'm talk okay to with me. getting a fish, but she, you know, obviously she doesn't know that I'm, I'm the one getting the fish, but she has a brilliant concept that when the fish arrives, it will be officially his first birthday. So we had to go shopping to buy the fish a present for its birthday. Now, is this a goldfish thing ever? Is this a goldfish? Yes, yeah, a goldfish. Yeah, those goldfish do not last. Are they? You're missing uh, my point. Oh, what's the point? Because <laughs> <laughs> my daughter wanted to buy a gift for the fish because it was his birthday when he arrives. Oh, that you see now she's going to get so attached to him though, and he's going to be dead in the morning. Oh, God, I hope not. Not in the morning. At least give us like a week or two. But I'll tell you what you do. One of you run, when you wake up in the morning, the fish has flipped over on his side dead. And one of you run, you run out and you buy another one, put it in the the bowl, and then the kid, and your kid doesn't know the difference. (laughs) (laughs) I see, yeah. I'm thinking of getting more than one, like getting a great mother or what? (laughs) What? Was I a great mother or you what? You are a great, you still are. Yeah, you yeah, know, you have to be, that's what I call being prepared. I, I think that's a good idea. I was yeah. always thinking of putting an extra tank down at my neighbor's house 
So if one died, I could just run down and get another one. Yeah, you could do that too, whatever. You always have to have one, though, in the wings because they don't, I don't know why they don't live. Because they have to be in, oh, you do have a real tank. We only had one of those fish bowls, and I don't think that fish can last in those things anyway. But what about, forget about fish. What about Tiger Woods, the big fish? Oh, my God. Craziness. What is this guy doing? You know, I thought he was like Mr. Squeaky Clean, good guy. You know, just when you think there's one out there. But who's squeaky clean? What, I mean, Nobody. You, I, was, I thought he was. But why did you think he was? That well, was I his, don't know. He just comes across as this very down-to-earth guy, but obviously... He is down-to-earth. He's do you like think that there's really... Uh, well, he's, he's not telling the truth, though. Well, his wife, who does tell the truth? It always comes women. out. But Lauren, really... Lauren, they always, he doesn't tell the truth. Bill Clinton didn't tell the truth. Nobody, no, 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 they who, tell, when they have you know, an affair, tells the truth. I'd rather them tell the truth and go have the affair. You know, go do it. Go, you know, get the divorce if you don't want to be in the relationship, but tell the truth. I don't think that he necessarily doesn't want to be in the relationship. He wants to be in the relationship in a different way. I think I, that's true. With I think we need to stop thinking about marriage like we used to think about it. It's different these days. I agree with you 100%, and I think that marriage, how we think we confine people to the point that it's impossible to maintain. And when you are a superstar, when you make billions of dollars, when you're the best golfer in the world, and you have all these, and you're young, and your hormones are raging, and you have all these young women coming at you, what is a man to do? I agree with you, and I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And you can't expect it to not him just to keep turning people away, turning people away. Do you really think there are seven or eight or ten of them out there? I don't know about that. I think what happens is a lot of these these people, these women, they want to get money from him, and they have other ulterior motives. And I don't think necessarily all of them slept or were with Tiger Woods. I, I don't know. I'm sure there are this. Now, my cleaning lady told me that he that there was one that he had been with allegedly for three years. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. I think there's probably, there's probably truth in all of it, you know, parts of it, pieces and parts. So what do you think his wife is feeling like? Oh, I feel bad for his wife because, you see, I think that there's a place of us not, you know, forget Tiger Woods for a minute, but just in general when someone is not getting their physical needs or there's other opportunities out there for their physical needs to be met or even emotional needs to be met, I think that there's not a way we have found yet to talk about it so that the other person doesn't get hurt because it's not necessarily about the other person. It's more about the individual. So you think there was something wrong with their marriage and that's why he was sleeping well, with I other see, women? I think that's the problem. I don't think, that there's, I don't think that there's something wrong with marriages when this happens. I think that it's, just, it's hard for any one person to satisfy all those things, so how do we go about finding it and getting the needs, our needs met? First, you have to accept what you just said, which I think that we don't, as middle America, that everybody should get married, satisfy, live in uh, you know, their little house together constantly, 24 hours a day, take care of their kids, go to work, and be satisfied and happy when there are all these choices bombarding us out there. Exactly. And it, the whole, it's a whole disconnect. It doesn't work. I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's, we have, there's a new, I do think there's a new relationship way emerging, and in a society we are totally putting blinders onto it. We're not, we're not embracing it. In other countries, I think they're embracing it so much better than we are. Well, Lauren, we tried in the 70s, and I don't say it was in a good way, but the 70s was all about um, open marriage, open marriage. Exactly, because, right. Yeah. 
but that didn't work either. It didn't work either. I don't know what you know, it didn't work because so, it obviously didn't stick around. I think lots of people got hurt from it. Yes, it, but I do think that there's something that I do think there's something missing in our relationships from an emotional. And I think it's women are lacking emotional closeness and um, support, and men really are looking for more physical. Okay, we've got Michael. Michael Bookbinder. My, I, I told you earlier he's going to be. He's our first guest. He's the executive vice president of sales at Sleepies. Sleepies. And he, Sleepies and the Child Welfare League of America have partnered to warm a child's night. They are going to be collecting at all the Sleepies stores, 700 stores around the country, sleepwear for underprivileged children. I guess he's not here yet. Uh, <laughs> I thought we I, were I'm holding not, for him. If you're looking for Mike Bookbinder, I am here. Oh, he's oh here. you are here. I just got an I am saying you weren't here. How I'm are here. you this morning? I'm here in the rain on Long Island. Oh, well, I'm here in the snow sure. in New York, but I have to say, Michael, I just bought a new Sleepy's mattress for my condo in New York City. The good news is it, the guests come, they love it. The bad news is they don't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. Yes. All right, so tell us, what are you doing? With- We've um, partnered with, um, as, as you said, an organization called the Child Welfare League of America, who's a small uh, organization but a powerful organization who's been around since 1920 and have developed a program which is called Warm a Child's Night. The purpose of the program is to collect sleepwear, pajamas, robes, slippers, socks, you know, somebody mentioned before blankets, things to help um, hundreds of thousands of children, and uh, we're talking about the kids from 6 to 18 years of age. So we've partnered up with um, CWLA to do that, and we do have, as you said, um, we have drop-off bins in all of our stores from Maine down to Northern Virginia, and uh, if somebody's listening and would like to find a Sleepies near them, they can just go to sleepies.com, S-L-E-E-P-Y-S.com, and find out uh, what showroom is nearest you. And, of course, if you live in the Northeast, you're probably driving by one uh, every day. Or if they're outside of the uh, Northeast and the Mid-Atlantic and would like to make a donation, they can go to the um, CWLA.org, which is the Child Welfare League of America, to uh, find out how to make a donation and help our nation's underprivileged uh, youth this winter. So, Michael, let me. Let, I just want to be clear. This is they bring new, not old, but new, new donations, like new of uh, the robes, the nightgowns, and and blankets, pajamas. Right? It, it's it's new clothes. Absolutely, and it's. I've done a few of these interviews before, and and it just seems like it's so. It would be so easy if everybody listening on their way to work or on their way home would just stop at one of the department stores or someplace and pick up. One extra item, you know, some T-shirts, a pair of pajamas, a bathrobe, and it doesn't have to be a large expense. I mean, if everybody who's listening to all the radio programs around the country did it, I mean, it would just, it would dwarf the number of uh, children who actually need help. It just would be, it's, I'm, I'm baffled by the numbers and how easy it should be and we just encourage everybody to go out and spend an extra, whatever it is, 20 bucks to help out these kids. Yeah, it is. It's so easy, and you make it easy for them because, I mean, all you have to do is, is take your donation bag, put, set it up, 
to, in the sleepy showroom, and then and then you, how do you do that? Then the, then how does the, the uh, all of the uh, the clothes and stuff? How does that get out to the kids? They come and pick it up from the uh, yeah. child welfare league, yeah. and then distribute it to the kids and the parents. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Starting, I think it's, no, I'm positive it's December 14th that representatives from CWLA will collect the, the, the donated items and start distributing them through their network. Is this the first year you've done this? This is the first year that we have been involved in this particular charity, yes. This is a great idea. I mean, this is it's it's so simple. And also that you mentioned online, I think uh, listeners should know that because your website's very easy to navigate, and I assume theirs is too. So if you need more information, you can just go directly to your website, sleepies. dot com, and you know uh, find out. I guess where the nearest sleepies is in your town. Absolutely, and if. You know, somebody's listening and they're out in the Midwest or out in Denver, Colorado, where there isn't a Sleepies and they'd like to make a donation, they can just go to CWLA.org and uh, find out how to do it. And it's, they can just find out where to send it in. That's terrific. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Any questions, Lauren? I mean, I think it's such a simple thing to do, but, I mean, imagine the repercussions, the positive. I mean, all these kids who... Have some clothes to wear. Uh, you know, this is, this is yeah, great idea. Yeah. Well, anyway, Michael, thanks so much for being on the show this morning and sharing it's that. Fine. I'll mention again also at the end of our show. You know that people can go and, and go online and, and make their donation. Michael Bookbinders from Sleepies. Thank you for having me this morning, and uh, I hope that everybody goes out and just picks up one more item and you know helps these kids out. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you. Sleepies and the Child Welfare League of America partner to warm a child's night. Uh, nothing wrong with that, you know. Get out there, folks. Anyway, Lauren Beller Blake, my co-host Catherine Zox. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. We're going to be back. We have another guest coming up. You're listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Don't go away. Voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it.
There's nothing like getting involved in a great book. A lot of different genres have come to the forefront as some of the most discussed subjects of today. Whether it's sci-fi, fantasy, the vampire realm, or romance, join some of today's top authors on The Author Hour, your guide to fantastic fiction, hosted by Matthew Peterson. Get ready to explore the works with the authors themselves. Find out the how and the why and what inspired these geniuses of literary art. Tune in to The Author Hour, Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox. I'm your social worker with a microphone. And you're listening to The Catherine Zox Show with Lauren Beller-Blake, my co-host, and it's Voice America Variety. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we have two guests, Lauren, two new guests that, uh, that I mentioned before, I think. Allison Smith and Debbie Zinman, very creative moms. They are here to introduce their brainchild, which they call EchoAge, and you can go to echoage.com for more information. Uh, EchoAge is a whole new way to celebrate a child's birthday and inspire the birthday boy or girl to change the world. That's a big one, especially when you're talking about little kids. Welcome to the show, Allison and Debbie. How are you this morning? We're terrific. Thank you so much for having us on the show today. Great to have you. Okay, Echo Age. This is like an amazing concept. Very clever, ladies. Um, let's start with Allison. Allison, tell us. Now, I, Echo Age is how does a kid, a child, uh, how does Echo Age and child, encourage a child who's having a birthday to change the world? How do you do that? Well, it's really, really simple, and that's the beauty of EchoAge, because when you EchoAge your party, you just make the same party even more meaningful. So when you EchoAge your birthday party, your child gets to get one big, beautiful gift that they've been dreaming of, and they also have lasting impact on society. And the way that they do that is by instead of your guests bringing wrapped and packaged gifts as they typically do, they simply contribute online. So we make it really easy for the guests that instead of going to the store, they simply contribute online, and then all of those contributions 
are collected on the website and then divided in two. Half goes towards, as I said, one big beautiful gift that the child's been dreaming of, whether it be an iPod or a skateboard or a bicycle or anything that's meaningful for that child. And the other half goes to a charity that the child selected on our website. So now the child is having an experience in two different ways. They're collecting money for a gift that they've been dreaming of, and they're giving to a very meaningful cause, something that they've selected, and and through that way, it will have lasting impact on society for years to come. So, Debbie, tell us, how does a three-year-old or a four-year-old, because I want to know what age group this is for, but let's say a three-year-old or a four-year-old, how do they have a, a charity of their choice? I mean, do they even know what a charity is? How do they make that choice in terms of where the, the money goes and who they want to support? Yes, that's a great question and one we uh, think about all the time. And the truth is, it's never too young to start a dialogue with a child about giving. And it's never too young to show your child that he or she can give to others and think of others outside of of, um, themselves. And we did this with our children, and we've had thousands of mothers write to us about how they've done this with their children. The website makes it very easy. So there's just, just, you know, a a selection of charities that children will understand. There's a visual. um, In some cases, there's a video that a child will understand. The charities give uh, food to hungry hungry children or send a child with cancer to camp. And a three-year-old, even a two-year-old, and we say even a one-year-old can be taught by a parent that it's easy to give to others, it's easy to think about others, and if the children do this at the time of their birthday when they're little, we believe that they'll repeat those behaviors into adulthood, and that's really what inspires us each day. So walk us through it. What you do is it's your child's birthday, say your sixth birthday, and the, and the child is going to have a birthday party. Do you sit down with them, in, Allison, in front of the computer? Is this what you do? And then you... And, and, okay, you're going to have a birthday party and it's all going to be electronic. Is that how it works? You you, you have a birthday. You you and your child together can go on the website. You simply choose an invitation on the website. We have a nice array of invitations. And then you select a cause. And as Debbie said, there's there's a a collection of uh, charities, but not an overwhelming collection because we want this process to be simple and easy for the child because for many, it's their first experience of giving. So they choose an invitation, they choose a cause, and they send out the invitation to all of their friends. So it's a very simple process. And on that invitation, it says, I have chosen to do something very special in the world at the time of my birthday, and you can help me. It's much easier than you think. Simply do not bring a wrapped and packaged gift, but contribute online any amount that you would like, and together we'll be doing something very special. So, so hence the green part of this, because I guess it's online invitations. You're not, instead of paper ones, you're saving the trees. You're not... Having, uh, you know, the invitations, I think another thing that you had mentioned, you're sending stuff electronically, reduces the gas admissions, never thought about that, associated with postal delivery. So you can go on and on. Tell us some more, um, Debbie, some of the other reasons why electronic is really good for the environment, besides for the child and teaching them how to give, but it's also good for our environment to do it this way, to give birthday presents online. Absolutely. I mean, you've hit on it. It's it's so much easier to do something green. Here we are. We don't have to drive to the store. Wow, that's a great environmental savings, and, it, and mom gets to have the convenience of not driving to the store maybe 40 times that year for her two children and all the birthday parties that they're invited to. She can do this with her child, 
bring meaning to her child's life in three or four minutes, and suddenly she's given to a charity. She's showed her, shown her child that by RSVPing to this party now, they haven't gone to the store and bought a wrapped and packaged and plastic toy that the child, birthday child might already have. Uh, thank you notes are done electronically. Invitations are done electronically. The whole process, the, the, the Internet has enabled us to launch this program for parents who were looking for convenience, meaning, and something to help the planet all in one and give that to their children so easily. And really that's why the response has been so tremendous as parents are saying to us, finally, I'm not going to waste time wrapping a gift. I'm not going to waste time driving to the store. I'm not going to waste time filling out invitations where my child wasn't involved because I was doing it at midnight. I'm going to bring my child into this process and show my child how easy it is to give to other children in need and do something environmental at the same time. So how did you ladies come up with this? This is such a clever idea. I mean, I am one of those ladies, you know, 10, 20 years ago who was running around trying to find some horrible plastic present, which didn't do anyone any good, as you say. Once I had to wrap up one of my kids' own <laughs> toys because I had two other kids and I couldn't get out to give <laughs> to a four-year-old birthday party. I mean, it was, I was really desperate. But uh, So this eliminates all of that. But how did you come up with I, this idea? The two of you sat down and, and, and what? Just said, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. You had the experience that so many other mothers have had. And, of course, Debbie and I together experienced that exact same thing. We'd be rushing to the toy store moments before our birthday party in search of the perfect gift, but we didn't yet know what the perfect gift was. And we'd arrive at the party, and we'd put this, this gift down on a table with uh, heaps of other gifts. And we knew that the children at that party really weren't so interested in the gift, not because they were ungrateful at all, but because they were young children enjoying their birthday party, enjoying the celebration. And the gift somewhat felt inconsequential. And at the same time, we were leaving that gift, that sto- uh, sorry, that party rather, with garbage bags full of, of of toys at the end of a party. And we felt overwhelmed by it, quite frankly. And we knew that other mothers must be feeling overwhelmed if we were feeling overwhelmed. So we quit our jobs and we said, you know what? There's got to be a better way to keep all the good parts of a party, but just make the experience even more meaningful. So, as I said, we quit our jobs. We put our heads together. We thought. What would make this really convenient for mom and more meaningful? And and we dedicated um, the last couple years to to creating a program that could deliver on convenience and meaning and the environment, as you so importantly touched on earlier in the show. And that's how we came up with Echo Age. Echo Age. And uh, Allison, um, Debbie, what jobs, what were the jobs that you quit? Because that's, that's, that's high stakes stuff to quit your job and decide to do that. You know, you don't know how successful this is going to be. Um, you guys are real risk takers. I think that's very exciting. So, what jobs did you quit? Yeah. Well, I have a, a background in teaching. I'm a high school teacher, and Allison has a background in communications and marketing. And we came together and we said, you know what? It's actually not a big risk because it is so an idea that whose time has come, and mothers are are ready, children are ready, and nobody um, is uh, offering this service in this way and we're going to do it and and mothers have thanked us every day and we never feel um, that we've given something up by quitting our jobs because we're getting so much in return especially when we hear from children who say now i'm concerned about others (laughs) 
when we hear mothers tell us, my child is actually looking to the needs of the community. My child is actually asking me questions about how she or he can help others. My child has really benefited from this Echo Age birthday party and wants to do it again next year. My child got this one great gift that she cherishes. We're going to have to take a, we're taking a break right now. We will be back in a minute, but uh, we have Allison Smith, Debbie Zimmerman, who are is changing the world one birthday party at a time. You're listening to Catherine Zox and Lauren Deller Blake, VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Are you living with passion, purpose, and play? Are you ready to overcome your fears, claim your power and purpose to make your mark on the world, but don't know where to start? TuckSelf, the Rebel Bell, will inspire and empower you to squeeze as much juice and joy out of life as possible. You'll find your passion, live on purpose, and do it all with a boatload of play. Join this amazing voice for Tuck Talk every Monday at 6 p.m. in the East and 3 p.m. in the West on the Voice America Variety Channel. Live rebelliciously and on your terms. It's sex education like you've never heard before. Want to improve your love life? You know, that love life. Join sexual wellness expert and certified erotic educator Jaya for Sex with Jaya. She'll bring you cutting-edge techniques to expand your erotic repertoire. Jaya will offer advice and speak with guests who will shed light on everything to do with sex. You can even listen together with that special someone. Sex with Jaya is broadcast live every Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. I'm Catherine Zox. I'm your social worker with a microphone with my co-host, Lauren Deller-Blake, and you are listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com this morning. Thanks for joining us. We're talking to Allison Smith and Debbie Zinman, a former, well, one is a communications expert, the other is a high school teacher. They have formed a company, a relatively new company called EchoAge, and you can go to EchoAge.com, a whole new way to celebrate a child's birthday and inspire the birthday boy or girl to change the world, which they're doing. Actually, Allison and Debbie are changing the world, one birthday party at a time. Um, no paper invites, no wrapping paper, 
Everything is done online. Um, for those who are just joining us, Allison or Debbie, um, just in one or two sentences, what you're doing is you're getting a child to go online, celebrate their birthday have it by having the other children donate money so that they only get one present, not all these little plastic toys that nobody wants anyway, and then the other half of the monies they get for the birthday party go to the charity of the child's choice, right? You got That's it. That's right. Exactly. I have to ask you, ladies, is, are there any disadvantages? Because, you know, I'm a social worker, and I always thought that, well, when you're, especially for the little kids, let's say under 10, um, that they need to have that feeling that this birthday party is just for them. It's not for anybody else. They have to feel very special by getting all these presents so that once they feel that way and it sort of builds up their self-esteem, then later on they'll want to give to others. But first they have to have to feel that, uh, feel special and that they have to sort of everything is focused on them. Well, I I bet we can both contribute to that answer, but I'll just start for a moment. The beauty of EchoAge is that any party can be an EchoAge party. So whether you're having a dance party or a sleepover party or a bowling party, nothing about the party itself changes. All your friends are invited. There's the same clown if there's a clown there. There's, There's the same cake. There's the same celebration. It just makes the birthday party itself even more meaningful and even more memorable. So nothing about the party itself changes. And for us, that was really important. And it was also really important for us to acknowledge, to your point exactly, that this child, it's a beautiful, special day that everybody wants to honor and cherish this child. So we want that gift for that child to be big and beautiful and something that they can treasure. And because the child now is in the driver's seat when you have an equage party, they actually get to choose their gift. So they're now getting the gift of their dream. So we feel on our end, and the feedback we're getting from children and parents everywhere, is that it makes it even more meaningful and even more special because the child, as I said, is getting something that they have that they can now treasure. And at the same time, of course, they're learning to give back. And that feeling of giving is you know, inexplainable to people. It's something you can only feel inside. And once you do feel that, it's something you want more of because it's such a special feeling. So for us, it heightens it heightens the... Um, the the whole experience altogether as opposed to detracting from it. Yeah, and Lauren, doesn't that sound like it it empowers the child as well, I guess? Totally it does. And it gives them, it realizes that they're in charge of the party and how they want it to be. Yeah. I would like to add to what Allison said and, and just mention that we've heard about children telling their families at the dinner table to grandparents and aunts and uncles about this incredible thing that this child did by hosting an echo age party. And children are beaming when their when their friends and relatives say to them, I heard you had an echo age party. Good for you. You've done something wonderful. So rather than feel like they're not getting something, they're getting something extra, which is the accolades that come with being such a young person who has done something for the world. And there aren't a lot, unfortunately, there aren't a lot of opportunities for children to do something hands-on, realistic, and tangible. Our kids with Echo Age, all the children who Echo Age their birthday parties get a letter from the charity that they've supported, and the charity rewards them and says, look what you've done. You've helped these people in this way. You've helped other children in need. Now, this is something that is so special for a child to feel, and we believe, and this is why we've called it Echo Age, that at the time of your birthday is a perfect time, and and a perfect time for you to start the new year of your eighth, fifth, 
sixth, whatever it is, third year of life, uh, feeling very empowered, as you've said. And you're creating all these little philanthropists throughout the world. That's right. That's the intention. The intention is that are you going rod before, and children were not asking for for 20 gifts wrapped and packaged on a table that, you know, and the mother ends up stashing in the basement because she herself doesn't want to overload a child with all of these presents at one time. Children didn't ask for that. Parents were going through that process. Well, two parents, my partner Allison and I said, you know what, guys, let's stop, think, and create a system where the child will be much better served at the time of her birthday. Do you guys go into schools and talk about the program? I mean, go into the, I mean, the elementary schools would, it would seem to me would be a place where you would, you could start. Yes, we do. In fact, on our Facebook page today on Echo Age, on the fan page of Echo Age, um, on Facebook there'll be photographs loaded up of, of me in a school speaking to children all about Echo Age. The kids, they eat it up. They're, the only thing they're upset about is that they can't do it immediately and they have to wait for their birthday. So we mm-hmm. offer a wonderful feature called Save the Date. So all you do is you go to our homepage and you click Save the Date and you enter in your name and your birthday, and Echo Age will send you a free reminder six weeks prior to your birthday, so you'll be able to Echo Age your birthday party uh, with lots of time to spare. But does it have to be a birthday party? I mean, Lauren, I'm thinking, Debbie, uh, Allison, it could be uh, a bat mitzvah, a bar mitzvah, yeah, a confirmation. Thanks. I mean, there are so many events in a child's like life that this applies to. That's right. We we get letters every day saying. Just to your point, I want to echo age my anniversary, I want to echo age Christmas, I want to echo age any celebration that they're having. And, and we're so honored that people are seeing the real value in what this can bring to so many people's lives and so many different scenarios and situations and celebrations. And that's definitely in our future, and we're certainly headed that way. But for now, there's so much exciting um, reward in seeing children embrace this concept that Debbie and I are really dedicated to, to, to helping children or raise an age of giving children, if you will, by offering the service to as many children as we can so they too can feel the joy and, and, and the gift, really, of, of giving with, with their friends and family. Right, so, Allison or Debbie, either one of you, what about, here you are, mom, entrepreneurs, what kind of support did you get from, from family, from partners, from spouses, did, or from parents, did they say, oh, what a great idea, or you ladies, you're crazy, why are you going to do that? I think it goes back to what Debbie said earlier. Echo Age is really an idea whose time has come, and I think there was a lot of fatigue around the current birthday party process. So everyone we spoke to really embraced the idea, and it gave us so much encouragement because we knew if we were feeling this and other people were feeling this, it just fueled our desire and need to move this ahead. And you know how you feel inside when something has to be done. There's no turning back. Um, so, yes, I, I know on my end, and I can certainly speak for Debbie, that everybody around us was appreciative, quite frankly, that we were making this happen and offering the service to families everywhere. And um, we have, you know, the love of great families and wonderful children who have been able to participate themselves in Echo Age. And it's been a, we've had great, great support from school systems, from the charities that we're connecting with. Obviously, they're benefiting greatly by all of the incredible work that children are doing. So we, we have support from so many different fronts. We're very fortunate. And your children, how proud. I mean, this, I mean they must, when they go to school, this is your, you, I mean, they have these famous, I would assume now, famous moms doing this kind of great work. Uh, so what is the response of your, of your children? The kids are yeah. our children. We each have two are extremely proud. Boys and girls, and a combination, what do you have? 
We, we each have a boy and a girl, uh-huh. and um, every parent wishes that they're modeling great behavior <laughs> for their children, and you, you wish that you wake up in the morning and the way you, you cook and eat and go to work and what you do with your job sets a good example for your child, and Allison and I obviously feel tremendous pride that our children know not only what we do each day, but that they were the ones who inspired it because we started speaking to them first. It's our own children who we said, would you like to get one big gift? Would you like to maybe help some other children in need? What do you think about that? And they were so receptive. And we thought, you know what? These kids are just average kids. They grew up in a home where, you know, they had uh, a lot of the similar experiences that children across North America have had. And if these kids want to do it, all the other children out there might like to do it too. That's what a great story. I I, I want to just yeah, before we say goodbye, I just want to mention the the website one more time, echoage.com. That's where listeners can go for more information to get involved. Um and it's Allison Smith and Debbie Zinman. Um thanks so much for sharing this. This is a fabulous concept. I'll keep talking about it on the show, needless to say, and we'll follow you. We got to talk to you in a, you know, 6 months to a year and see where you've taken this whole thing. Oh, we would love the opportunity. It was so wonderful to be on your show today. Thank you for having us. Great. Thanks. A real pleasure to speak with you. Thank you again. Okay. I mean, Lauren, they were fantastic. I love the What a great, great story. Yeah, isn't that good? Now, think about um, Sierra. What do you think? I mean, with you oh, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, right? And the funny thing is that she went, I ask her what she wants for Christmas or whatever. She picks one thing. Like the natural inclination is to choose one thing at a really young age. They don't expect thousands of toys. They don't, but they, they don't. No, they don't. And, and they um, learn to get it. But they learn that they. that's what happens because we do that, you know. See, the Internet, I mean, the Internet has obviously, it's changed everything. I mean, it's like, it's, it's. It's amazing. I mean, you think about the, well, there's less pressure. I was thinking about the moms, as they had mentioned. You know, I mean, I just remember having to buy all these presents, three kids. Uh, there was a lot of activity and a lot of having to leave the house and, and, and not being able to and all that. You don't have to do any of that oh, anymore. I love it. Yeah. I mean, that makes it, especially since women are working, they have less time, whether they're working at home or outside the home. This is like such a practical thing for the environment for the kid, just in terms of your time management, it's uh, it's just brilliant. You know, it's I love Evite. You know, the regular site that people do invitations on. Yeah, it's such a great spin off of that. You know, Evite. Are you when you do you when you have to thank somebody now? Do you thank them in an email or do you thank them by writing it out? No, I still do thank you notes. You do. Yes, yeah, Sierra calls them happy notes. Like if she if someone does something and it makes her happy or gives her something and it makes her happy, she says, "Oh, mommy, we have to send a happy note to that person." And I think that that taking the time to write a handwritten note, there's nothing like it. And I don't do that anymore. You don't. I, I feel guilty about it. I think that I should, like you said, like Sierra says, a happy note. Uh, you need she, something personal. Somebody's done something nice or sent a gift, a real, uh, and and I don't. I tend not to do that. I do it by email. You quick. You send an email. Mm-hmm. I send an email as a thank you note, and I know that isn't quite right. Or are we just on the cusp of being able to accept that you know we're done with that writing out? I don't know. I'm okay. I, I think. It, I mean, there's times that I I always do. I do it for Christmas. I do it for her birthday. Um, I do it like we we get back to New York, as you know, two or you know two times usually a year. 
and she always is getting gifts out there. So we always do it when we get home, and it's a way of, I think, remembering the person and sort of honoring the moment, and she really likes it. We're going to take a short break. Lauren Deller-Blake, Catherine Zox, VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Don't go away. We'll be back in a minute. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for Total Career Success on Voice America. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. There's nothing like getting involved in a great book. A lot of different genres have come to the forefront as some of the most discussed subjects of today. Whether it's sci-fi, fantasy, the vampire realm, or romance, join some of today's top authors on The Author Hour, your guide to fantastic fiction, hosted by Matthew Peterson. Get ready to explore the works with the authors themselves. Find out the how and the why and what inspired these geniuses of literary art. Tune in to The Author Hour, Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Thanks for joining us this morning, everyone. 
Uh, Lauren, I watched, did you watch The Biggest Loser last night because they had the season finale in California? No, I don't even ever pay attention to it. You're going to have to fill me in. Well, I interviewed yesterday on one of my shows, or the other show, Julie Haddon, because she is, was one of the biggest losers. Oh, yes. And do you know who she was? Is? No, I, but I know the name. I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't know her if I fell over her. Well, she's got this gorgeous face, even when she was 100 pounds overweight. She's and beautiful. She, uh, yeah. And then she lost the 100 pounds, and she lost, I guess, 45% of her weight. It's the percentage of weight that you lose, not exactly. how much weight, because obviously the men weigh 400 pounds, some yeah. of them. The ladies don't weigh that much. But anyway, her new book, Julie Haddon, Haddon, it's Julie Haddon, Fat Chance, Losing the Weight, Gaining My Worth. She was out there in California, but she now, of course, she's written this book about how she lost the weight and how, you know, the struggle and how she continues to lose it. And I guess she was a runner-up. She didn't win, but... These are, I'm fascinated with these stories for some reason, this whole issue of, like, how these people get to weigh 400 pounds, 300 pounds. How they get there or how they lose it? Well, I'm more fascinated with how they get there, and I'm not sure I've really gotten an answer for that. How you lose it, I think one of the things that came out with this Julie Haddon is, yes, we know what we're supposed to eat. I mean, that's kind of like not rocket science. We all know what we have to eat to maintain or lose our weight. Yeah. But this concept of really vigorously exercising and with a trainer. I mean, you're a business coach, and it's kind of the same it concept. It is the same thing. You What? It is exactly the same thing. You need somebody on your team, literally, all the time. It's you need true. To be- Consistently. And whatever it is, it's when you're striving for a change that you need someone on your side. Why do people think they can do it on their own? Well, you know, that's a very interesting thing. I have a major issue with how we're... <laughs> Do I hit... The... Yeah, go you know, on. What is it? It's a big deal. You know, here we are raising children, and we tell the kids they can do everything by themselves, and we encourage them to do everything by themselves. My, the school my daughter goes to is all about independence, independence. I'm like, you guys, I'm working with women business owners every single day that think they can do it all alone, and what I tell them is stop doing it alone find someone to do it with and get support and ask for help and delegate. And I'm retraining people at 30 and 40 years old. It's, we're making mistakes. We're t- so I'm, all, I tell them, I'm all about if Sierra's asking for help, praise her for asking for help. That's excellent. I'm always, I love when she asks me for help. It means that she's going to do something greater and bigger because there's two people working on the project. So when you tell the teacher that, I mean, do they hate you? I mean, they get out I'm of crazy. crazy. <laughs> they think I'm crazy and they think I'm developing a codependent child. <laughs> you know, so Sierra, I mean, there is you. Well, you bring up an interesting point because you can you you're independent within the concept of having a great team working with you or for you. It's interdependence is where I think our power is. It's being able to do think on our own and. Um, do lots of things on our own, but having the confidence to ask for help when we can't do it. And that interdependence is where I think we're most powerful. I think women have problems with that. I, I agree with you. Women have more problems with that than men. Women do not want to ask for help. I, and I believe everything. it's inhibiting us making money. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> now what do we do? So every woman business owner in the world that has this problem needs to become a big fish and learn how to delegate and learn how to swim with people that ask. I mean, I, just, I always love to say that, that asks for help. And I think it starts with raising kids that know how to ask for help. It's critical. We have to learn how to ask for help. You know, that Echo Age party is interesting. Those 
where we're donating money can't do it alone. They need help. Yeah, you're, you, you know what? You're absolutely right. So well, it doesn't start when you're 30 to figure out how to ask for help. You have to ask for help when you're two and three. My daughter was pissy this morning asking for help. You know, I, I'm sorry, not asking for help. She was in a mood. She was in a three-year-old, 13-year-old funk is what I call it. <laughs> and I said, you know what? When you're ready to ask for help, let me know what you need. And I walked away. I'm like, she needs to, because if I go and help her without her asking, now I'm enabling. So what did she do? She was like in this funk. She's acting. She's nasty. She's like, I know the, you know that that uh, that mood. So you told. So what'd you do? Go in her room? No, I just walked away. She was. She woke up like that, and I said, Well, you know what? You can go in your room and wake up on the other side of the bed. And then we sort of joke about that. She there's no other side of the bed, but she gets it. Or you know, go play with your toys and in the living room. And when you're ready to ask for help with whatever it is you're trying to ask me for, I don't know what it is with whining. Let me know. And, you know, about ten minutes went by, and she came in the kitchen, and she was a new kid. She says, Mommy, I need help with whatever. It was something silly. Great. I'm happy to help you. Mother, I mean, how do you figure those things out at 6 o'clock in the morning? Uh, I breathe. I take a couple deep breaths because, you know, first thing is to get frustrated. But I went, but, you know, it's about me taking care of me. I'm like, I don't want to interact with this this morning. i got to go take care of myself. I went and poured my little coffee power drink and... I was such a, leave me alone, I can't handle this at 6 o'clock in the morning, boys, please. Well, don't get me wrong, I do lose it too now and then, but I think that's a, you just totally touched the big nerve with me because I feel like I'm watching women, adult women, struggle with trying to do businesses all by themselves. Maybe we haven't had enough experience. Maybe we just haven't had enough experience. You're dealing with a whole generation of women who are in business, having children, having a spouse, having girlfriends, trying to connect to all these people, but they don't really have a role model for doing it. I agree they don't with that, know how to do it. It's not so much our... that they don't want to. This is like kind of a first generation of women trying to do it all and then trying to do it in the context of all by themselves, and it's impossible. It's, it's impossible. It's, you cannot do it by yourself, be a mother, be a business person, um, take care of yourself by yourself. Impossible. And some people, I've been interviewing for this book that I'm working on, and some people have spouses that are extremely, like, it's literally 50-50. And um, they take turns. You know, the kid's sick and the father stays home in the morning and the mother goes to work in the afternoon or his mother goes back, to, back home after work. But after mother has to allow that to happen. I see so many women, which goes along with what you're saying, Lauren, who say they want help, but the kid gets sick and, well, I have to take care of him or her when they're sick because my yeah. husband won't know what to do or go so to the, the uh, So the other point is then some of us, myself included, have husbands that are not those kinds of people, absolutely not that kind of person. You know, he does his thing, sort of oblivious to what my needs are, unless I ask really directly. See, my husband took the kids. He wanted to be totally involved with the kids, and he was, and I divorced him anyway. <laughs> So you can't win. You can't win. You can't win, I, mean, I guess that it is. Was, he was great with the kids, the, the, the doctors. He'd take them on vacation. He would do all that kind of stuff. Well, I guess my point is, is that I have a... father than he was a husband. Go on. But my point is, is that I have to have a network of people that support me, and it's in addition to him or in, you know, besides him. So I have a network of child care people that I pay. And, you know, I have another friend who she's not in a position to have to pay for child care, but she has a whole network of other moms that are stay-at-home moms, and she was sick the other day. She reached out not to me, but her network, she told me about it later because she knew I was working and there was no way that I could help her. Not that there was no way, but I was working. 
And she, so she has this little network of moms that were stay-at-home moms, and she said, could my daughter come and play at your house? I don't feel well. I need to rest. And I'm looking at her like, you did what? I had no idea that you had such a network. I think it's brilliant, and she knows how to take good care of herself. So there's a, there's different ways to do it, as you say. I was one of those who also paid my network, and fine, right? And if you don't, as you say, you can... Find it in other ways. Well, it's like bartering, you know. Exactly. You're just bartering your time with other other women. Right, exactly, uh, which is a good idea. I think this is such an important point for women. I mean, it's really something that's uh, on the table. It's very much on the table for, for women in their tw- 30s, 40s, and even 50s to be able to do this whole work-life balance, but you've got to be able to act for, ask for help. Like you said, interdependence. Uh, 30 seconds left to go. We have to say goodbye. It was a pleasure speaking to you today. What a fun show. Yeah. Lauren Beller-Blake, Catherine Zox, you're listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com. I'm your social worker with a microphone. Um, Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Have a great day, and Lauren and I will see you next week. hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Catherine Zox Show. You can listen live every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. Want to know more about Catherine? Visit her website at www.catherinezox.com. Be sure to join us next week for more interviews and great conversations with Catherine Zox.